This episode of Disney Countdown is brought to you by Countdown Network. From Christmas to theater to Disney, parenting, and beyond, Countdown Network is your home for the top-ranked countdown podcasts in the world. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and dreamers of all ages, welcome to the Disney Countdown Show. Remain seated, please. Permanecer sentados, por favor. everyone and welcome to the Disney Countdown Show. My name is Megan, the Magical Millennial, and I am joined today by my lovely co-host, the Dapper Danielle. How are we doing today, Danielle? Hi, babe. Hi, babe. Okay, okay, I gotta read something. So oh God. when <laughs> earlier when I was getting ready, for some reason, I was singing the song uh like the Remy the Ratatouille song, the song that went viral on TikTok back in like 2020, the Remy the Ratatouille, right? But I, I was don't remember si- that one to be honest. But it's, it How sounds really cute. You remember the no, Ratatouille I, era of TikTok? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, that's one of my favorite. That's literally my favorite Pixar movie. But I did not. I didn't. I never heard that audio like, because everything was shut down, and like this whole community came together and they made a, a, a basically a musical and did it all online. Girl, I gotta get you caught up. Wait, I can't. I do not get understand the reference now. (laughs) I, I seriously because I always I did join TikTok late. I will. I think I joined it like, like late pandemic. Do you know what I mean? Like I, I I waited. I held out for so long that I did. You know, obviously download it. Um, but so maybe I missed. Maybe I missed it. Maybe I was just late to the game. I got. I got to see this thing. Anyway, so you okay? You were singing the song. (laughs) Yeah, I joined right before shutdown. But um, okay, no. So in this musical, there's there's that goofy song that I was just singing. But instead of singing the ratatouille words, I was singing uh, "Megan the Magical (laughs) Millennial," and I was like, "Oh my goodness, I am ridiculous." I obviously I'm ready for talking this week. So yeah, hello. (laughs) I'm so flattered. Hello, thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Well, I'm so excited for this show, Danielle, because it's our first February show. And as we know, yes. February, I got Valentine's Day coming up. It's the month of love, love for our husbands, wives, boyfriends, girlfriends, what have you, our significant others, love for family, our friends, love for life, and of course, our love for Disney. So we are celebrating all February long the whole month of love and we're, we're going to have some very very cutesy and very lovable episodes over the next couple of weeks so we're definitely excited for uh for this one where we're going to get into our top 10 or sorry to what 10 through 6 love songs disney love songs so megan i'm so excited when i tell you i think this was the hardest list i've ever done mostly because Same. i was going through and i was having to re-listen to a lot of these songs and decide okay where does this fall in my category the amount of being emotional that i was not ready for oh <laughs> my good i was like mm, we'll get into it later because we're as you listen to some of these songs oh, yeah. you're gonna be like oh my goodness yes this is why we are in emotional wreck all the feels all the feels <laughs> yep Mm-hmm. all the feels but we also kind of did this because y'all we kind of hinted about this on our socials we just finished filming well recording a special extra magic hour with disney hits on sirius xm they invited yes. us back and they're like hey we want danielle and megan to come in and count down some of their love songs and now i will admit some of those love songs are exclusive to that Sirius XM list. And then we have our own yes. separate list that we will be talking about here on the podcast. 
That is correct. So there might be some crossover. There might not be. And I got to say, there's a little bit of contrast with my list for this episode compared to my Disney hits list because I, I felt like, and I'll, I mean, I'll get into this, but I felt like some of the love songs could also be considered friendship songs. Do you know what I mean? Because, you know, yeah. Valentine's Day, it doesn't just mean between significant others. It also means amongst friends. So um, I thought there was a little bit of um, a crossover there. But uh, yeah, I'm excited to see, of course, again, your list and to talk about our overall favorite Disney love songs. Can't oh, wait yeah. to get into it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I think I, I'm, I'll be I'll be surprised to see if somebody if some people recognize some of mine. I mean, they're, mm-hmm. they're not really obscure, like in my previous song list uh, options, but some yes. of them are pretty rare. Some of them are pretty rare. Yeah. And I don't think, um, at least for me, I don't think there's any crossover with Disney songs in general. So I'm oh. also... I'm also like very happy about that. Like these are Disney love songs. But if you guys listen, of course, to our Disney hits episode on Sirius XM, let us know what you thought of our list. Because uh, I I love Danielle's. I think she did a great job. She actually stole some of mine <laughs> that I really wanted to put I on sent, my list. I sent my she response first of like, hey, okay, f- y'all she for did. this one, a little a little behind the scenes of what happened with this one. So they gave us a list of what they wanted us to pick from. I think it's because the last time I was on the episode, I went a little too rogue and they had to go into archives to be able to find certain songs. But they basically that. were like, hey, guys, stay within like this list parameters. And then so we had to pick out some of our art we had to make our countdown based off of that list i couldn't go rogue off of some of the more older classics that i really really love and uh yeah so i submitted my uh request first for my countdown and megan's like dang it i gotta pick something else (laughs) (laughs) there was i think it was the the elemental one i was like shoot i really wanted that one but that's a good song that's a good song it's such a good song i know i was just listening to it yesterday on my drive home i love that yeah so if you missed the Extra Magic Hour on SiriusXM, you can stream it through the SiriusXM app. Go ahead and listen to Disney Hits, and it should be on there so you can listen for Valentine's Day. And the uh, little Extra Magic Hour should be playing the same week that this episode releases also. So make sure you're checking our socials. We should be posting yes. the list also on that. And it would be probably on the Disney Countdown socials as well as my stories as well as Megan's stories too. And speaking of socials, if you do not follow us, that is the Disney Countdown Show or just Disney Countdown Show on Instagram, TikTok, and Threads, Pod Disney on the Twitter X. And you also can watch our full episodes over on on YouTube if you want to see our faces and my giant hand motions as I'm talking right now. <laughs> and uh, of course, my personal socials are the Dapper Danielle and we have the Magical Millennial underscore for Megan. And that's how you can find probably on Instagram. I feel like on Instagram stories is where we update more like quick real time, real time what's happening for us, like news, stuff like that. Uh, so that's probably the best way to actually like get a hold of it oh speaking of news megan yes before we get into all this other stuff have you been having a a glitch here recently on tiktok so uh i have not i but i did see your story on there that something was happening and people couldn't really see the video you were posting is that right yeah i was wondering if so there's a rumor that tiktok just updated or updated back in december and it's only affecting half of the app and i was like okay where it's starting my video it's pausing the video but it's continuing the audio and i'm like oh that's not helpful on a heavily like 
visual TikTok I'm trying to do about Disney merchandise. And no. so I, I took it down and I'm going to see, I'm going to post it later on today to see if it goes back up. So hopefully it's fixed itself, but yeah. So just out of curiosity. So if y'all are experiencing any technical difficulties is not on my end or our, no. or the Disney countdowns end or on Megan's end. So just no. letting y'all know, but we do have some fan mail that I feel like we needed to talk about. We have been getting our messages that has been coming through just fine. Yes. Thank goodness. Because <laughs> we love chatting with you guys. Thank you so much for sending us the DMs. And of course, for reviewing the show, we do appreciate that. It's a cool way to for us to shout you out on the show. We love to read our reviews. Mm-hmm. And you can also still rate us on Spotify and send us your reviews via DM. And we're actually going to read a few right now. Danielle, would you like to read our first one? Yes, we have some fan mail, as what we're calling it in this segment right now. And this one, actually, I just got before we started recording. And this is from Brie under, or Brie B.7 over on Instagram. Hi, Brie. I know you're listening, and I know you weren't expecting me to be able to talk about this. But she just sent me a screenshot of her watching Lion King one and a half based off of the last episode where we were talking about our favorites and she says thank you for reminding me about this movie i loved it so much as a kid and it's been forever since i've seen it i love that i can just like spark uh, like that's why we have these conversations megan so that way we can just spark those little core memories and people can be like oh yeah i actually really like that and then you go back and you either watch to watch it or you listen to it so i think that's so cool that 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 happened that was so, that's so cool. I had a feeling someone would realize like, oh my gosh, Lion King one and a half. Haven't thought about that movie for a while and then go and watch it. And I, it's just such, it's such a good movie. It's such like a, I don't want to say it's like camp or anything, but it, it goes into I mean, like it kinda this, is. these weird tangents. <laughs> it kind of is, right? Like it's definitely not Lion King one and two. No. Um, but uh, it's, it's its own it, genre. It gets the giggles it's all going. Just it Timon. Is. It's the Timon right. show with Pumbaa. Right, right. I mean, they're in like they're in the theater watching it at one point during the movie, which is like, right. OK, I this is a weird kind of not fourth wall break, but it's like we're watching it from watching watching it's two screens. It's very mystery science theater esque. True. Or like Inception, but Disney. <laughs> Lion King Inception. <laughs> Way to put it. Yes. <laughs> so I'm so glad, Brie, that uh, we inspired you to go back and watch the amazing straight to home video Lion King one and a half that we adore so much. Yes. <laughs> is my favorite song ever yeah <laughs> that's gonna be the theme for today's episode is like we started off with a ratatouille song now we're getting into dig a tunnel and then as we keep going to more songs we're just gonna get more and more songs stuck in y'all's head that's that's the purpose for this episode today yeah sorry not sorry we're uh happy to do it for you <laughs> oh all right so this next dm is from becca and she says so excited the pod is back i always listen to it while i'm running because it makes the miles fly by i am so proud of you becca i have a 100k race coming up in a few weeks my the hair on my arm just stood up on it on it just just seeing that and i'll probably spend a few hours listening to the pod to pass the time thanks for creating such a great show that is filled with absolute joy i love listening and learning more every episode becca okay superstar please 62 miles miles. in case y'all were wanted wanted to do the math on that 100k is 62 miles i believe that is an ultra marathon or longer than an ultra marathon um one of my friends wants to do one of those 
I'm sorry. I, I did a half marathon just two weeks ago and I about crawled across that finish line because my body could not handle it. I don't know how anyone can do 62 miles straight. I applaud you. I'm applauding behind the screen and behind the microphone right now. Yes. <laughs> um, good luck. That is amazing. I am I am in such admiration of runners. So, and thank you for bringing us along on your on your runs and your training. Wow, I'm She's honored. A subscriber. I'm honored, and I'm so then proud she of can you. listen to the bonus episodes, and then that way we can be really distracting. <laughs> I th- I think so. God, I mean, uh, to train for that. Okay, so you have to obviously run a marathon, which takes about four hours. Oh my goodness. Okay, so she's listening to four episodes per <laughs> per training session. <laughs> oh, my. Becca, I I can't. I'm speechless. I'm speechless. And um, please let me know when your race is, because I would love to come cheer you on or cheer you on in spirit. That's amazing. Too, just so we can check up on you, make sure you're okay, <laughs> <laughs> and make sure you're okay. I, yeah, exactly. Wow. But we do have, so I, like I just said, I hope she's a paid subscriber or maybe a Patreon member so she can be listening to those bonus episodes. We do have uh, four new members to the Patreon family. We have Abel, Amy, Nikki, and Janelle. Hello, new fam. We appreciate you. Welcome to our magical fam. Yes, our magical fam. If you want to join our magical fam, make sure you click in our episode notes or go to patreon.com and search Disney Countdown. And we do have a virtual hangout for our Patreon family coming up, and that's going to be on Thursday, February 8th. Uh, Coming up very, very soon. We are having to wait. We were going to do it earlier. And then um, I was talking to our producer, Danny, and I was talking to Megan. I'm like, guys, I have Megacon coming up. I am going to be unavailable for like that whole first week of of February. So that's why we're waiting until February 8th. Um, So, yeah, we're going to talk about some fun things. We're going to just hang out, Q&A, all that good stuff. Just like just like previous hangouts. It's, It's just cool. It's a fun time. It's it's great to get to know you guys. And you, of course, get to ask us questions. And we just love chatting with y'all about Disney because we could go on and on. These Some of these virtual hangs have went a little over. And I'm not mad about that because we just love, we love to talk Disney with y'all. Oh, so, yes. yeah, oh, go ahead yes. and join us. And then uh, speaking of, which I'm so excited to get to, speaking of Megacon, Danielle. Uh, okay, it's coming up. Are you ready? Well, uh, by the time this episode airs, it's going to be the day after Megacon. So as of right now, I am literally in crunch mode. Am I fully prepared? Absolutely not, because we like to wait until the last second. But I'm going to have a table over at Artist Alley, and I'm also going to be hosting a panel. She has her own panel, y'all, at oh Megacon. That's so huge. I, I submitted a request for this panel, not thinking that I was going to get approved, because you have to go through a whole approval process. And I think what they did was I'm at the same time as another panel that's going to be much bigger. However, that panel is not family friendly, where I put in my panel specifically family friendly. And uh, so I'm I'm the family friendly option. I think that's really why I got approved. Yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You're going to have some of the kiddos. I mean, well, yeah, because I mean, don't always my. Oh, exactly. And my <laughs> my panel is basically going to be just a reflection of my content, because, of course, I try to make everything very fam- family friendly. Like, it's OK mm-hmm. to have a kid watching over your shoulder. I'm not going to say anything like inappropriate or anything like that. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited about it. What I'm what I'm going to be doing, and I'm going to try to live stream. We'll see. We'll see if it actually happens because Megacon might have good Wi-Fi. It might not. It, it, it just depends um, on where we're at in the building. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And for this panel, what I'm doing is I'm taking everybody on a virtual tour through Magic Kingdom. 
because one of the number one questions I get is, Danielle, I wish I could just walk around Magic Kingdom with you and just listen to you talk about random things. So I'm doing that virtually. And I walked through Magic Kingdom the other day and I just did my normal walk of like, hey, I know something about that. Click, walk around. I know something about that. Click. And so I took photos and I have all these history references. And basically it's the panel is designed that you can walk into Magic Kingdom and have just little tiny fun facts. That way, when you take your family to Magic Kingdom, then you sound all smartical and that you have all this obscure random Disney knowledge. So I'm pretty excited about it. Oh, Danielle, that's so perfect. I yeah, I love that so much. And I know because I know a lot of people would like to walk around, obviously any park with you and get uh, get the the history and the facts that you know so well and so i'm sure this is going to be like a very successful panel you and blake got a taste of that while we were not i don't know if it was an animal king kind of an animal kingdom but more so while we were walking through saratoga springs and then we were just walking by and then yes. blake, and then they're just like oh well that walkway is closed i just turn around i'm like yeah because of a bobcat family and everybody's <laughs> yeah. like wait what wait what go back to that and so i had to explain oh that's and they funny. made the they they made a video of the bobcat which i thought was hilarious <laughs> Like walking through it in the morning, just keeping an eye out for Mama Bobcat. Right. And I'm just like, okay, that's fine. You guys do that. It's all good. (laughs) (laughs) So yes, that's what I am in crunch mode for. But Megan, we kind of alluded to in the last episode that you were going to Sweethearts Night and now you have gone to Sweethearts Night. Yes, I went to Sweethearts. We we did the whole thing. I stayed till 1 a.m. And it was was honestly a lot of fun. I feel like uh, there are some discrepancies or some changes from 2023 so last year um and so for the royal ball what i noticed is that a lot of the characters weren't coming down into the crowd to dance with anybody they were basically staying up on the stage near um like the small world meet and greet area um and they did a little show the fat cat swingers were not there as well which i was like oh dang like they were so they were so good they're so good yes and they were there last year but it's okay um, the cal- the cavalcade was really cute. Um, they obviously had the princesses and princes like Aladdin. They had Rapunzel, Sleeping Beauty, um, and Cinderella in their carriages with the horses. And the food the food was really good. I was very impressed by the food. Um, and what else? What else? And just all the characters. Like I thought that Indy Indiana Jones and Marion in Adventureland was so cute. That was pretty cool. I wish I wish you could have met them. I thought that that was going to be like a meet and greet, but it was cool that they were just out there waving high. And then, um, gosh, what else? It was just it was a really fun night. There were no fireworks. Also, that was the main thing I noticed. They, they did have fireworks technically last year. They were canceled on the night that I went because of the oh. wind, um, which I'm assuming is why they didn't have it this year, because they didn't want people to feel left out. They didn't want people to feel super disappointed. Just um, because it for everybody. It, so that way it's the same. It, yeah. Right. So and and of course, SoCal, we get the winds and that that cancels the fireworks. So, um, yeah, so they had the cavalcade instead. And uh, yeah, it was it was super cute. They had uh, their normal photo ops. They had the the, uh, tangled one. Luca, Giselle, she was in last year's, right? Was she not back this year? I believe Giselle was a Princess Knight character, I think. Was it? I think she was. I don't remember seeing her at Sweethearts, but again, I was with my fiance, my then boyfriend at the time, and we were just doing, we were like doing other stuff um, in the back of the park. We weren't really up watching the cavalcade. I, I thought that was Princess Night, though, but 
It's all yeah, a blur to me. And y'all's little tiny party themes. Like, I can't keep track of them. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> which, of course, Princess Night has been replaced by Disney Channel Night, which is coming up in a little over a month. So, yes. Are you going to we'll be going to that one on as well that. or no? Yes, I will. I'll be going to the first night of that one. And I have my hopes are pretty high. I'm not going to lie. I There's so much opportunity to do a great job with this evening. And um, I'm hoping that they deliver. We will see. Oh, yes. I think we will definitely have to see on that one because I, I understand what you're meaning of like, OK, you have open opportunity. Let's see if you actually do it or not. <laughs> right. There's there's so much opportunity, obviously, to cater to uh, the shows that are going on now or like that were pretty recent. Obviously, you got Phineas and Ferb. Um, I know they're going to have Camp Rock High School Musical. What I feel like they're going to do is bring the High School Musical, the old one from DCA and put that in, in Disneyland and have it go down the parade route. I mean, you know, you have that set somewhere. It has to be it's somewhere like, easily accessible. It's literally just right. It's just like a. it's pro- actually, you know, it's probably um, Pixar Play Parade now. But um yeah, I, they just have put a poster that. over top of it and just send it out there. It'll be fine. Right, right, exactly. I'm hoping for like a That's So Raven photo op, Lizzie McGuire, like Kim Possible. Uh, I know Kim Possible, there's going to be food, an ode to Kim Possible there. There's like But we know that there. there's Kim Possible characters. We know we've seen Ron and we've seen Kim before. Yes. So if they make an mm-hmm. appearance, that would be the perfect time for them to do that too. Right, right. There's just ample opportunity. So... I my expectations are a little bit higher for this one. I'm like, come on, you guys. I know you can do it. Well, we'll we'll hear about that here in a month from now, right? <laughs> yes, yeah, a little over a month. We'll let you, uh we'll let you guys know how that one goes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. But recently, Danielle, also for you, you went to the closing of Country Bear Jamboree oh in Magic gosh. Kingdom. You have to let me know how that was because I saw some stuff on social media. Yes. So I I almost missed it. I almost missed the last day of Country Bear Jamboree because when I read the announcement, I thought, okay, the closing date is going to be on the 27th. That's fine. I'll be there on the 27th. Made my park reservations. Do, 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 do. All good. No. So when Disney says closing on the 27th, that means it ends operation night of the 26th. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. And that's not how I read it. I was like, oh, yeah, it'll close end of day operation on the 27th. No, no, no. It doesn't even open its doors on the 27th. So I wake up. I slept in that day. I was in bed at like noon and I was just like, oh, my goodness, looking at Instagram and I'm seeing people post of like last day of Country Bears. I'm like, wait a second. I scroll up and all of a sudden I get a text and it's like, hey, are you going to Country Bears tonight? I was like, I guess I am. And I jumped up, ran around, got ready, got out the door. And I was finally in the park by like 530. And oh, wow. they were cutting the line at 9 p.m. And they oh knew God. because they knew the like everybody was going to try to come in for the like the last showing of Country Bears, right. um, even though like they knew they would have to go through a couple of show rotations until I'd get through the line. So. Um, I get there. I luckily I went ahead and I jumped in line. I saw like a five thirty show, and it was bopping. It I'm was sure it was fully. It was full crowd, and there was this group that I guess had been in the show almost seventeen times that day. They oh were just I the commitment. I was so impressed. You thought I was a country bear stand? No, 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 no. These kids That's next even level. more so. And yeah. there's so many people dressed up. So many people like doing a Disney bound of each of the bears. Some of them were amazing amazing and this group in particular they had it down 
for the entire show of like yelling at the bears it kind of kind of giving it like rocky horror picture show responses like when you're supposed to yell at the screen when they do certain stuff so um uh what was what was one that they did in particular they were just like, oh, when Big Al came out and he's uh, he's singing Blood on the Saddle, right? Um, he's going like, Blood on the Saddle. And then they would scream. My favorite song. What was on the ground? <laughs> Blood on the ground. It was so funny. And awesome. the amount of people just screaming and like singing along at the top of their lungs was amazing. So I'm glad that was my technically last show. I'm so... so I, I, I'm so glad you got to see it. Yes, that was right. That was technically your last show. I'm glad that you made it. Yes. Um, I, it's only fitting for the Dapper Danielle. And then I, I, okay, so, but then they had technical issues in the last what? couple shows or the last show? Not the last show. So what happened was, is that at 8.30, all of a sudden, mid-show, Henry um, who's the bear with the little top hat. He's kind of the, the ringleader of everybody. He yeah. is on a rotating stage piece with liver lips. And Henry mid-show went frozen in B oh, mode. No. And, but the audio and the rest of the show is still going. And they're just like, we have to get through the rest of the set. Cause it was like right in the beginning middle. Um, yeah. and then the show, the, the, uh, stage rotates and liver lips is also frozen so for his entire song oh. which is fine because the rest of the audience was just singing for liver lips and it didn't matter at that point it uh yeah. they got through the they entire show mm-hmm. that stage was in b mode and but they let that show exit and then they stopped they waited oh, okay. to see if they could get henry and that rotating stage back and operating again, they couldn't. So the last show was technically at 8.30 that night. We were standing in line starting at 9. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we jumped in right as they were like about to close off the line. And they were working up until the last like 10 minutes of the park being open. The park closed at 11 that night. And we oh. were holding out hope that they would maybe get one or two more shows back in. Cause if they got the, if they got the theater back up and running, they were going to let everybody in, but yeah. they never got it back up and running. That's brutal. Oh, it, oh, was so that's sad. So sad. it was so sad. And but also a sign that, the, okay, this needs to be well, worked on a little bit. It needs to be worked on a little bit. I think the bears run on such a tight schedule of like, um, what they did was they actually opened up the show early that morning. It didn't open up at the normal time that it normally does. So mm. the show got in the perfect amount of shows that it does every single day and it didn't want to do more than that and it just decided nope you started me 30 minutes early i'm gonna shut down 30 minutes early like almost to the t and everybody's just oh. like yeah the bears know that it's their union break time and they're done <laughs> they just knew they knew, they just knew. yeah oh, uh, but well. so everybody that waited in that line we had a great time we had talked to some fantastic people in line. It just had really great conversation. It was so worth just hanging out. But then we ended up going through. So what they did was to compensate. They let everybody walk through the theater, take mm-hmm. photos. And at the very end of the theater, they had each person at an exit was tapping and giving a, um, a lightning lane for, I think it was any park or just Magic Kingdom next day. Wow. Because the park was already oh closed my gosh. Well, that's really nice. I'm glad they did something like that. Okay. And Good. they also gave us the preview posters. I don't have it in here on me, but it is a poster that they were handing out to the cast members in the Utilidors earlier that day. 
they were doing a special goodbye party for the cast members and like the characters were meeting down in the Utilidors and they were getting this poster and it's the poster art that debuted at D23 here in contemporary, but in like a nice quality poster form. And I was like, I'm fine with this. Thank you very much. It's going with the rest of my country bear shrine. This is great. Yeah. So that's cool. Oh my gosh. That's awesome. I just, I was very, uh, it just warmed my heart to see the cast members, you know, trying to alleviate the situation that unfortunately the bears were not working for the last couple of shows, but they really did a great job at just, you know, making it, making it still very happy, very sentimental. And, and that's so cool. I didn't know, I did not know about the posters or the lightning lane. So I'm, I'm really, I'm really glad to hear that. And I yeah. think the country bear jamboree community and literally from just the show that we saw, I was like, these people are cool. These guys, these guys get it. Like, they're different. It's just a they, fun time. Crazy. <laughs> they, but I love that. I love that. <laughs> with the singing along. And I would have loved to have seen like the back and forth, like you were saying, like um, just like, screaming the questions before the lyrics I, start. I, think I took a funny. video of most of like from the middle of the show to the end. And I think I have it on record. But I wonder if my phone was like sound canceling it out because they were so loud. I'm so sure it was really loud. I'm going to, uh, I haven't posted it anywhere yet. I'm going to get around to it eventually. Or maybe I'll just post it in the Discord for our uh, Patreon family. I think they might get a good hoot out of it. So we'll see. We'll see. But yeah, that's what, that's what happened. And, you know, okay, we actually, awesome. speaking of the Discord, we had somebody mention that there are, what was the question? I think John asked it, asking what were the dream songs that we would want to be included into the new Country Bear Jamboree? Because we know that the retheme is going to be happening. It's going yes, to be we the Bears singing country Disney songs. Yes. We've heard a snippet of Bear Necessities, countrified. And right? we assume it's going to be sung by the five bear rugs, which is the band because there's a lot of, there's a lot of fiddle. There's a lot of um, instruments and harmonica that is that the five bear rugs play. So we assume it's going to be for them. So what is everybody else going to be singing? I made a video of what my assumption was of what Ooh. I thought people were going to be singing. And I'm going to, I'm going through that list again. Well, I'm, I'm trying to remember what my list was. So the big thing is, is that the bears are no longer going to be doing solos. Certain bears will actually be doing duets. Okay. So no more so, solos. Okay. Um, like Wendell and Swinging Terry, Teddy Bearer. Uh, so the bear coming out of the ceiling. And Wendell was the one that was singing Mama Don't Whoop Little Buford. Yeah. They're going to be doing... <laughs> I, I don't know how this is going to work out, but they're going to be doing a duo. And in the poster, in the like preview poster, they have peacock feathers in their hair. Oh. So okay. the princess that I associate peacocks with is Jasmine. And since Teddy Bear oh. is swinging up in the air, I have a feeling it's going to be part of your world. A whole, a whole new world. A whole new world. Yes. Not part of your world. Mm -hmm. Whole new world. Um, that's my, that's what my guess is, but like countryfied and that'd be very on brand. That like. is on brand. That is on brand. Okay. Okay. Right. I and see that. Yep. Trixie is going to be singing with Bunny Bubbles and Beulah. So the bear holding the wine and the uh -huh. three little bears, I think they're going to be singing, um, uh hercules i won't, I won't say i'm in love. love that is so funny i i literally just three minutes ago that was the song that came to my head for her i was that was right. so weird i was like oh i can totally see her singing that yeah because with the three little bears being the muses right right or the yeah they could totally <gasps> do it yes Ooh, that'd be fun okay 
See, and that's where we're like, okay, what what song is I think everybody's more concerned about what song is Big Al going to be singing? I think that yeah, that's gonna be huge. Um ooh, that's a tough one. So y'all, if you are listening and you wanna give in your two cents of what you think they might be up singing, or if you have like a dream song, even if it's not practical, but it has to be a Disney song, just let us know over in the comments. We're gonna have a little poll section right there and let us know what song you think should be added to the show. I could hear him singing a dream is a wish your heart heart makes. I just I feel like <laughs> It's slow enough. You could countrify it. And just one I, note. A very bass like. Is a wish yes. Yes. That's exactly what I'm picturing. It's <laughs> exactly what I'm picturing. Um, so maybe, maybe he I he love goes, that I'll go Cinderella. <laughs> oh, that'd be so funny. Or yeah. you know, okay, also. If I didn't have you from Monsters Inc., I figure I I think could fit really well in there somewhere. But I, oh. it's, we were saying duets, so I was thinking, oh, duets. that's a cute one. Or but it, um, but it is Pixar. Liver Lips is actually being renamed and re like rebranded as Romeo McGrawl, and he is going to be having like a whole like pompadour hairstyle, and it's going to be like very Elvis esque. So oh. I don't know what song he's going to be singing for that. That's kind of like Elvis country. Mm. Elvis country. I don't know what Disney song that could be. My mind goes to Lilo and Stitch, but I'm like, that's not, right. that's not Disney. That's Elvis. Interesting. Okay. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm so excited. Things to think about. Things to think about. But also, Megan, we actually were just talking about this because we went to Disney's Animal Kingdom and we thought we saw yep. somebody and you actually confirmed it just the other day. So if you want yes. to explain <laughs> Yes. Yeah, so while we were walking off Kilimanjaro safaris uh, just last week, two weekends ago, I saw this group uh, in this little inlet right next to the safari. And I saw the plaid. I saw the person who, you know, gives the guided tours. And I was like, hmm, I wonder what's happening over there. And I definitely saw uh, Leah from Percy Jackson, which is uh, the new show on Disney Plus. And I was like, oh, the cast of Percy Jackson is here. And I didn't want to bug. I didn't want to be that guest to say anything and be like, hi, guys. So I was like, oh, that's just cool that they're here. They're walking around Animal Kingdom. That's fun. Um, and I, I and then there was an event at the Santa Monica Pier yesterday that I was invited to. And it was the Percy Jackson was here. It was a coast to coast promotion that they were doing because I know the uh, season finale is coming up very soon on Disney Plus. Mm. And so the whole cast came over to santa monica and did a whole meet and greet in front of this like nice backdrop in front of their like this sand castle that was made to look like the percy jackson logo which was really cool and um a couple of you know influencers and content creators got to come out and meet them which was so fun and i actually did i asked the disney plus representative i was like hey were they just out in animal kingdom last weekend she's like yeah yeah they were out there just doing a guided tour and i'm like oh my gosh I saw them and I literally asked them. It's <laughs> just like I blurted it out because I was like, I hope you guys enjoyed your day in Animal Kingdom last week. And they're like, we really did. Thank you. So, um, yeah, I got to say hi. It's not creepy at all. It's fun. No, I, I was so nervous. I'm like, oh, my gosh. She's like, they're so cute and they're so talented. And um, so it was really nice to meet them and take pictures. They were very, very sweet. And uh, they were out there meeting fans and stuff. People were going nuts over over the cast. Um, I mean, Percy Jackson fans—they're hardcore. Like they were already hardcore, hardcore about the books. And I think yeah. I think the general reception of the of the show is positive. And people really like it. Yeah, better better than I think the movie it. that came out ten years ago. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 
So um, I think they're a very popular uh, little trio that they have there. And um, so that was really cool. Got to got to say hello. And I'm glad that they enjoyed their time in Animal Kingdom when we <laughs> walked right by them. I was like, I saw you on the East Coast and now I see you on the West Coast. <laughs> hey, I swear I'm not stalking you. It's fine. <laughs> I'm not stalking. Yeah, I know. <laughs> no, they were very sweet. It was a it was a fun little meet and greet. Well, actually, speaking of Animal Kingdom, I think this will be a good segue into our Disney news. We interrupt our program to bring you this Disney news. Some new baby cotton top tamarins were born at Disney's Animal Kingdom, and me and Megan saw them by accident when they were only 48 years old. I couldn't <laughs> or, believe it. Not 48 it. hours, I... not years, 48 hours. 48 old. hours, yes, yes. Oh my gosh, so we were getting Starbucks at the time. I didn't really... I didn't really need my afternoon coffee, so I walked right over to this cage that was right across from Starbucks, and there were these tamarinds, and I love tamarinds, that were running around, and I saw, I was like, is there something on their backs? Like, I couldn't really tell if it's just uh, more fur or if it was an actual baby. Their, and, their backs yeah. were to the cage, and we're like, okay, there's they something the on it, and then yes. so I lean over to the animal keepers and like they're, the people that were watching them, and they're trying to take a photo, and I'm like, I'm sure you're just thinking that you just want the monkey to turn around. And and she's like, oh, no, actually, if you look that little dot on their back, that's their baby. They just had how many did they have? Two or three? They had three little babies two days before that. Right. And they were sisters. There are two, uh, I believe, sisters that were also running around in there who were the keepers said also helping take care of the babies at the time. So they had they had little babies before who were a little bit more grown up and running around. I think they, they were like almost seven months old. Was how that's what. Yes. Yep, you're absolutely right. Seven months old. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think they were worried about making sure that the older sisters weren't trying to like take the babies away from mom and dad. Mm -hmm. And they were just kind of watching their behavior. And that's why they had their notepad out and they were taking photos and they were watching everything. So I love that uh, Walt Disney World posted this article and like uh i think it was npr actually posted articles yeah. with photos i'm like i'm pretty sure we were right next to them as they're we taking these photos <laughs> that was yeah yeah we were which was so cool and just very very special to see but yeah it seemed like they were all getting along really well the family was doing was doing well so uh that was a cool experience animal kingdom first time i'd ever seen something like that like i i think i actually came across maybe um a baby, how oh, was baby rhino at one point when it was still pretty young, and that was that was the only baby I've seen there. So that was cool. And y'all, for for context, the contop tamarin is one of the smallest monkey breeds. It only weighs a pound as a yes. fully grown adult. And they were saying how the babies weigh less than two ounces each. <laughs> they were tiny, tiny were little tiny. things. Yes, we thought they were just tufts of hair on top of the like the big monkey until we noticed oh no you see the little art the little the little fingers <laughs> yeah they were so tiny with their little heads too which is also crazy because i were they holding on to their backs because yeah. that's it blows my mind that just animals can learn these things literally out the womb like how a giraffe like stands up on its own or Latch an elephant on. or a horse it's Dear just life. fascinating yeah exactly and they so these monkeys two days old can hold on to their their mamas or their daddy's fur and um it's yeah, it blows my mind. So that was super cute. Very yes. cute to see. I love how we accidentally saw that. Good times. Good times. <laughs> yes. Good times. Happy coincidences. Happy coincidences. Um, 
And so our next bit of news here, which is something that I have seen on social media over the last couple of days, mm-hmm. this is a new holotile floor that Disney has unveiled. This is essentially a, it's like a, a kind of getting us closer to like a holodeck. It's a floor that kind of moves and keeps you steady for I think for lack of a better phrase, I'm trying to like find yeah. the words, but what it, it, it really, it looks like it's a floor that kind of moves. The guy that was, testing it and demonstrating was saying how no matter which way you move that floor is designed to keep you standing up and standing and and in place mm-hmm. it's not he you're not going to lose your balance you're not going to fall but let me tell you if i ever stepped on that thing i guarantee i'd probably fall because it just looks like I'm going to topple over because it, it's like you're like rolling kind of. You know what I mean? All right. And it was so this was all announced uh, by Lanny Smoot. I believe that's his last name, how you pronounce that. Uh, yes. But he is the he's part of Disney Imagineering and he is will be the first Disney employee besides Walt Disney to be inducted into the National Inventors Hall of Fame. I, I don't know if you all saw the videos of this man's patents like the stack of patents that he has created all of his technology. And this is one of the things that he's created. He holds over a hundred patents and has secured 74 of those during his 25 years of the Walt Disney company. Yes. And he is just, he's a master inventor and just a genius imagineer and now has the world's first uh, omnidirectional expandable treadmill floor, which is it's something like straight out of Star, Star Trek, Trek, man. It's like yeah, it's super totally, nerd yeah, technology. And like yes. even watching the videos of them talking about it, I was just like, dude, my brain can real. hardly wrap around the idea of that. Right? That's amazing. Right? There's no way. And uh, um, it's basically designed to inch us forward into a um, having a shared virtual reality. So it's VR, a VR experience, walk in an unlimited distance in any direction and never collide or walk off its surface. This thing is, is crazy and it's, it's crazy. fascinating. Um, so we, I, I saw the little demonstration on, I'm, I'm not sure whose account it was, but it was on Instagram. And I was like, what is this? Wow. Yeah. And Um, I think what's even more interesting is that this could be applied to so many different universes. This could be applied to Star Wars. This could be applied to Marvel universes. I could totally actually see this being utilized in some form in Disney's Animal Kingdom. And Mm. you know how we've seen uh, ideas of uh, Casita and like having that the giant rooms exploring each of their rooms through virtual reality and being able to walk through them. I could totally see that happening with this type of technology. Yeah, maybe. Mm -hmm. See, I could be saying that, but it could be totally wrong. Totally wrong. Lanny, you are quite the genius, sir. That's a. pretty pretty amazing and i think that the posts were uh posted on not only the disney parks page but also on the walt disney imagineering instagrams also if you guys want to go back and see all those you can see uh lanny actually talking about it and demonstrating it in real time it's fascinating highly recommend so yeah well we got some disneyland news as well pixar place the pixar place hotel finally oh my goodness she's been under construction going through this massive refurb and redesign for quite some time pixar Mm -hmm. place is officially open for business do we know when all the rooms are ready that went under construction it was during our last season right that it finally closed 
I think so. Um, I think it was before that they really start, they started to repaint and they made the whole new restaurant, the great maple restaurant, um, a, a, quite a while ago. Maybe and we didn't that have the official okay. theme until July of last year. Maybe. I, I think you're right. Yes. Okay. Yeah. They didn't say what the theme was going to be. And, uh, now it's all open. The rooms are ready. The, the walls are down. The, um, scaffolding is down. And so we have Pixar Place Hotel, which is, of course, consistent with uh, Pixar Pier over in DCA because there was a little inconsistency there for a while. It was still Paradise Pier Hotel while we had Pixar Pier. So for a few years, it was like, uh, what's going on? But now it's officially all Pixar, which is really exciting. And the Great Maple Restaurant over there that they have is delicious. I have tried it uh, for breakfast and for dinner. Oh. So I'm really happy. It looks great. The reimagining, they include all of the Pixar movies in the lobby area and uh, in the rooms as well. So I, I'm thinking a staycation is uh, in my future. Oh, my, there you go. There you go. <laughs> I think I or to go test I, it out. See, that's when I really want to walk around and actually see it. Like if I get out there for D23, that's probably the one hotel that I'm like, okay, I want to walk around to them to the lobby see what's going on. And they posted mm -hmm. earlier today a video of Joe Gardner, right? Is that his yes. name? From Soul? Yes. It, mm -hmm. it was, a, a, I guess, a piano player who resembles Joe Gardner from the Pixar movie Soul was playing the piano um, and in celebration of the hotel opening, which was really cool. They even have his briefcase by him. They had the lollipop on the piano. It was so, it looks so good. I so think that would be that. such a cool character to have in the in the like make that exclusive to Pixar here have agree. it be the entertainment because like we have our piano player over at the Grand Floridian Resort why not have mm -hmm. the piano guy over at Pixar yes. Hotel like that just makes sense it just just exactly with soul absolutely with okay. his little hat on I think it's I think it's a great idea oh yes cute yes. video that they made very mm -hmm. cute very cute well also, something that just happened here at Walt Disney World, and I've been getting messages about because a lot of cast members were posting pictures here recently, is the service celebration that just happened at Walt Disney World. Now, oh, yeah. the I, people are like, Danielle, what's the service celebration? Do you just get nominated for it? No, no, no. The service celebration is given to cast members for years of service to the Disney company. And it's you get to go to this party, this exclusive party where they block out magic kingdom you get to walk the red carpet down main street usa towards the castle and it's for cast members that have served over 10 years to the company so i actually a lot of people were yelling at me when i left the company and they're like danielle you're at nine years and like six months why did you leave the company right before your party so i would have been i would have had to wait almost another eight months until i would have gotten to go to this uh anniversary party Mm -hmm. And, uh, so you can't, you can't go until your 10 year and then you get to go again once every five. So you get to go on okay. 10, 15, 20, 25, et cetera. Right. Got it. Mm -hmm. And this is for multiple lines of business. It's not just for frontline cast members. This is for Imagineering. This is for anybody within like the Florida area. And I think mm -hmm. this also applies mm -hmm. to some of those that are working in like the like Tampa, um, even up in like Savannah, Georgia, those offices too. This is going to be their party for service awards too, if they can make it down. That's so cool. Oh, oh yeah. They have exclusive that. characters. They have a specialty fireworks show. The thing that the cast members get most excited for is the food. Like the food. They, they get free food, right? It's all, get, it's all 
Comp- free food, yeah. all complimentary. And it's like just these rows of like steaks and shrimp. That's what everybody keeps talking about. It's just steak and shrimp. And I'm like, okay, I mean, that's great. But I mean, it's just steak and shrimp. It's not like <laughs> the biggest deal. It's just a shrimp cocktail. That's it. But I, that's what all the cast members get so excited for is that they just want the free food. <laughs> Hey, I mean, where else do you get it? That's great. I'm I'm all for it. I love me some steak and shrimp. So I I get excited, too. And that's really cool that they do that. I have heard about that. They do that over here for Disneyland cast members as well. I think gosh, the day was I was there the year before when I yeah. was there. <laughs> so when I was there in oh, gosh, when was that? Was that the end of November or no beginning of December? Yes. For last year in 23. Yes. Um, for, Mm -hmm. so there was one in the, uh, beginning of December and I I walked into, uh, that's actually the day I went over to the animation Academy and they were closing down California venture at like six. And so that was the last thing I did. Then we walked over and I met up with you guys over Mm -hmm. at, uh, the park and it was Mm -hmm. very at at Disneyland and everybody was walking, as I was walking in, people are like, Danielle, are you here? Did, did you get invited as someone's plus one to the service celebration? I'm like, I wish. I would have totally joined y'all for that. And right. uh, the one over in Disneyland also includes like Disney animation, Disney Imagineering. So any of the offices are closest there to the Disneyland park. They all come in for that celebration as well. Yeah. Yeah. Which looks very fun. And they do have the rare characters that come out. They even had the rare characters come out for the Moonlight Magic, which was for DVC members last night. Um, so this would be a week ago that this episode airs but they had oh my gosh they had someone from atlantis I, I can't remember the character's name but journey to atlantis they had a character out they had a lot of the ducktales characters out roger rabbit so all these rare characters that you would never normally see on a day at disneyland came out for this so um i think th- that'd be my big highlight from the evening right and one thing i thought was so funny is that um so i also just went to the I was going to say it was a little over a week ago. Also, I went to the Moonlight Magic event that happened here at Walt Disney World at Epcot because uh, my cousins were in town. They're the DVC members. They got us in. And the only super rare character, like, I mean, they had just regular uh, like Minnie, Mickey, Donald, not as many rare characters. There was only one set of rare characters, and that was Esmeralda and Clopin. Yes, that's right. And I did get photos with them. So then after seeing the pictures of Moonlight Madness over at uh, DCA, I was like, wait a second. We only get one set of rare characters and you get like <laughs> 10? For, so many. <laughs> and yeah, I was it was just so funny. So I, I, I know the DVC people are popping off in the comments being like, wait a second. Why is Disneyland that has the smallest amount of DVC people um, getting more rare characters than Disney World? It's just who we are, I guess. It's just, you know, it's just the land side of things. I don't know. It is. It is. Or maybe you have access to more of those costumes. Who knows? It's also possible. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, totally. Quite probable. Yeah. Probably. Yep. Well, well. Is it time, Danielle, for our Well, we didn't get into a game last week. We didn't. We missed it. We heard about it, y'all. We got we got the messages, too. And y'all were like, wait, 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 wait. Where was the the game? game? So we're back (laughs) with, I think it's the Wheel of Destiny. Chris. I'm back. (laughs) There he is. (laughs) Hey, Chris. I've been looking forward to pressing that button for such a long time. I'm back. Uh, Yeah, we're playing the Wheel of Destiny. 
uh, because they're so close to Valentine's Day, we're going to do the love it or leave it version of the Wheel of Destiny. It runs just like you think it does. We'll spin the wheel and you'll tell us if you love it or leave it. Okay. I'm kind of nervous because we heard that there were some new this topics new. added oh. to the list. Oh, look at us. It's so cute. Oh, wait a minute. Actually, has there's a logo, logo, logo in the center. <laughs> Isn't Guys, that fancy? We have a new wheel of the Wheel of Destiny and it has our vases in the middle and I'm I'm loving it. I'm getting dizzy looking and at our us. colors. <laughs> All right, Danielle, you want to go first? For this I'll one? go first. Yeah. Okay. <gasps> spin, spin, Spinny spin. spin. Oh, I'm seeing some good ones on there. Oh, I'm man. Nervous. California Adventure <laughs> Food and Wine Festival. Okay. I feel like I can't vote on this one because I have actually not experienced. Well, no. Did I experience food and wine with you, Megan? Did you come in March or April? No. Okay. Because your food and wine festivals are in opposite times of us. So I think it was Festival of the Holidays that I was there for. Yes. yes so I, I've heard mixed reviews of it, of this one, because I'm comparing it to Epcot's Food and Wine Festival. Right. Really great festivals. Yeah. So I we need like an in-between of like not love it nor leave it, but like a like an in-between level for, for me for this one. Right. I will say, okay, here's here's the thing about the food and wine festival. Okay. Number one, Soul River California comes back. And I mm. that that should stay permanently in DCA, by the way. I I can go on and on about that. Um, number two, the drinks that are served during the food and wine festival are excellent. The seminars that happen where they have actual like chefs come out and they do these things. Um, I believe it's the stage by the Hollywood backlot area. I think yeah. they do it over there. Super, super cool. And then, um, the food is great too. I will say, I think the food has declined slightly over the last two years, if I mm. dare say it. Um, because I believe in 2021, and before, no, they didn't have it in 21, excuse me. 2022 was like pretty good. They had, they had like this like peanut butter and jelly mac and cheese that year. I was like, what oh, are I we doing? I saw a video of that. What are we doing? Um, <laughs> it was a, like what it, we it was an interesting experimental. choice. It's exactly right. Yes. And that's also the year they had the um, guacamole popsicle. I was oh, also yeah. confused by that one. Um, so there's some things I'm like, ah, uh, really? This might be too much. Before COVID, food and wine was absolutely excellent. I would say that it was probably people's favorite festival that DCA had. Um, in the last couple of years, I feel like we've gotten a little too out there with some of the food items, but it's still good. And I, I love that time of year because the weather's really nice usually and Solar Nova California is back during that time. So would so. you say love it or leave it? I'm a love it person. I'm a festival girl through and through when it comes to DCA and Epcot, but DCA love our festivals. So right. I say love it. Well, then That's I'll go along with your answer opinion. then, Megan, for, for mine. I'll say – I'll take your word for it. I'll just have to experience it later. <laughs> I Yeah, I hope you can make it. I would love to come and experience your food and wine because I haven't been yet there either. So I got to come oh, for – I got to come to Epcot during that time. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Mm -hmm. Two loves. Not too bad for a good start. Okay. Okay. I'm ready. I'm ready. Spain. Next one. Oh, there's some good ones on here. <laughs> some interesting ones. Some hot takes on this one. So it landed um, on Pirate's Lair at Disneyland, y'all. 
Yes, Pirate's Lair, which was formerly known as just Tom Sawyer's Island. Now it's technically called Pirate's Lair on Tom Sawyer's Island, which is strange. Um, so Because they would not be existing in the same timelines, but that's fine. <laughs> they, really, they really wouldn't. Yeah, Pirate's Lair, it's, when it first opened, when it was first a thing and Pirates of the Caribbean was making its way into the parks, the whole the movie franchise was making its way over to Disneyland. Um, it was a cool thing that kids could go and do. Like there's a whole area where the bridges are, like the one that goes into the water and the one that's above the water that rocks a little bit. There's a whole area where you can like spin the pirate wheel and this like skeleton comes up holding onto a box of, uh, you know, treasure. And it was it was a cool thing. Now I feel like it's a little it bit more It had more interactive pieces in it and half of those interactive pieces don't work anymore. Correct. And the unfortunately, the cave that you can walk through to the other side of the island is closed. I don't know if it has reopened, but I, I went in the last two, two, two months ago and it was still closed, which is honestly one of my favorite parts because they mm -hmm. did have like, I think there was the voice of Davy Jones in there. Um, I think there, his voice is still in this like kind of underground area near the, the rock formation that you can walk through you can still hear it in there and also like his heartbeat from like the chest and stuff huh. um so there's a few things that are still working is it an amazing attraction these days i would say no but is it a great place to go to if you want to get away from the crowds for a second usually yeah because there's no one typically over there so um i i say love it for that purpose um i, I would i like to see it rethemed in the next couple of years, I think so. I think we are done with the pirates thing, and I'm sorry. Would for you those want to go disagree. back to like to the uh, Tom Sawyer to, to its roots to Tom Sawyer? Um, I love no, Tom Sawyer's Island here at Walt Disney Do World. You? So I okay. I mean, but then again, I'm I'm that nerdy of a kid of like I love the references and I love the historical references and the like the Rivers of America theme. I'm obsessed with mm -hmm. that. Um, yeah. I don't know. Maybe it needs to be an expansion of like Tiana's Bayou kind of vibe. We can go full Princess and the Frog. Yeah. Danny did just mention uh, Moana, which could be cool as well. Since we don't have a any sort of Moana experience like Epcot now has, that would be actually really cool to that have some sense. sort of Moana storyline over there, which they could make. That might take I mean, a while, but they could they could do that. I could. Honestly, a lot of those interactive pieces could be easily switched over to the storyline of Moana too. For sure. They could build a whole other Tafiti out there. Mm, they really could. That's a good idea. I kind of like that. Okay. Right? That's not bad. Not bad. Yeah. We don't have any Moana attraction yet. So I, I love it for the nostalgia. Um, we went over there a ton as kids for Tom Sawyer's Island where they had, I don't know if you guys ever remember the, the teeter-totter rock. I think I brought this up in previous episodes. They uh. had a rock that you could literally sit on or stand on. Safety wasn't really a main concern for Disneyland back in the 90s. No. And so you could teeter-totter <laughs> on this rock that would go back and forth. And I think I still have pictures of it like in a photo album somewhere. But that existed. And we, me and my brother used to do that all the time. Oh, and try to throw yes. each other off this rock. <laughs> <laughs> Safety did not begin with the 90s. <laughs> no, no. Late, late 90s to early 2000s is when they were like, uh-oh, we should probably do something about this oh. and have kids not fall on the tracks on rides. Let's put gates there. Oh, just a smart idea. Oh, yeah. gosh. Yes. <laughs> well, do we have time for one more? One more spin for each of us? Let's give it a shot. Why not? No, okay. let's do one more. 
Okay. Well, because I feel like we haven't really done like a true love it or leave it yet. Because me and Megan are just like, we're, we're, we're so in the middle. We're, we're very in the middle with both of these. Yeah. Okay. Let's yes. see if we can get okay. one. Okay. So let's try to get I another see, one. So I see one for you, Danielle. Oh, yeah, I know. Spin. <laughs> <laughs> What's gonna land on? It's my time to shine. Giant pickle. <laughs> Danielle says, leave it. I don't like pickles. Danielle's not a pickle person. <laughs> She's not like a pickle person. Uh, Megan the Magical Millennial, on the other hand. Woo! That's the best snack in Disneyland. Yes. Giant oh, pickles. Wow. We got a spicy one over here in Disneyland. That's excellent and very spicy. I like started eating it and I was like, this isn't that spicy. But once you get to like the midway point, it's like, oh, shoot, this is actually really spicy. Um, giant pickles are elite especially at Disneyland. So I'm a love it for the giant pickle. I think that's a good one. I don't think there's really much to argue about on that one. I just don't like pickles in general. But if you're a pickle person, like, get it. you do I you, totally get it. If you don't like pickles, then of course you are not going to like the giant pickle. But that is my jam right there. Mm-hmm. Is it worth $5? No, I don't. I don't know. I've seen some people get so much joy out of having a pickle in Disneyland. I'm like, you know what? If that $5 brings you that much joy, I'm happy for you, babe. Like, congratulations. I completely agree. And it's also, it's nice because I I am on a little bit of a fitness journey myself right now. So it is one (laughs) thing that I can have and feel zero guilt about. It's actually good for you because it's got the salt. So it's a little bit of electrolytes. There you go. And like zero calories. So I'm like, yes, I will have that with my Bengal barbecue. Thank you very much. Yes. I, I guess this is a good question to ask everybody else. Do, do you agree also? Are you a love it or leave it person when it comes to the pickle? I want to know if there's other like non-pickle fans like me out there or am I just the oddball out for this one? <laughs> Please let us know if you are a pickle fan. I want to know where my fellow pickle fans at. Yes. You can and vote that... in our poll if you're on Spotify. <laughs> yeah. If you're a pickle fan. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's going to also, I forgot to mention for when we asked about the uh, Country Bear Jamboree um, and saying, hey, put in your poll for that also. Uh, that's also going to be on Spotify. I don't believe Apple has that capability, but you can write your uh, reviews on Apple, but you only can give stars on Spotify. So, you know, there, there's pros and cons to each platform. True. True. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Megan, do you want to do one more? One more. One more. Okay. I think okay. that was a good one. Let's keep it going. That was a good one. on this one. Oh my gosh. Yay. I was looking at that earlier. Oh, yay. Okay. So it landed on Brother Bear. I mm. love it. I love Brother Bear. I think it's a very underrated Disney movie. It is very sad. It made me cry back in the day. I believe oh God, I don't remember how old I was when I first saw this movie, but it's very sad. Um, I love the music. Phil Collins is obviously behind the soundtrack of Brother Bear. Yep. Coming off of Tarzan. It was fantastic. And Oh my gosh, I it's such a it's it's a lovely lovely movie and I I am going to be so sad and I really hope this doesn't happen soon. I love that our Redwood Creek Trail over in DCA is mm. themed still still kind of themed as Brother Bear. They did include some wilderness explorer stuff in there from up as well, but it's mostly Brother Bear. Coda and Kenai are still sitting as totem poles right next to the entrance. And the fact that you can still find out what animal you are in the little cave in the back. If you touch your hand on the thing, it'll tell you what animal you are. So um, I love it. I am a, I'm a brother bear stan. 
for sure. I think that's one of the the attractions where people in California Venture, if you do love it like Megan does, everybody's holding their breath during G23 to be like, are we going to hear something? Are we not going to hear something? Like, is it going to stick around for another four years? Is it not? That's me with Muppets, honestly. So I feel that in my in my heart. Um, but I would have to agree. I do. I, you know, I will be honest. I have not seen brother bear. That's the one movie I have not seen in like years, but I am very familiar with the music. I have seen it, but years ago. And, but I am very, I'm more familiar with the music than I am the actual movie, which is funny. But then again, Phil Collins, like, do you blame Mm -hmm. me? So I would say I love it for Phil Collins specifically. Yay. Good one. Good one. Good one. The wheel of destiny was good to us today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, that was a good one. I'm I'm really happy we had a chance to be able to go ahead and get back into the Wheel of Destiny. That was the first yes. one for this season. So thanks again, Chris, one of our producers, for helping us go ahead and get back into our game mode, which is fantastic. Yeah. But you, Chris. We've, we've been jibber-jabbering for a little while, like a lot. We had a lot of things to talk about again in this episode. <laughs> so let's go ahead and jump into our top 10 Disney love songs. Now, this is going to be our part one. So this is going to be our 10 through 6. And then in the next yep. episode, we will talk about our top five favorite Disney love songs. And like I said in the beginning of this episode, I was an emotional wreck while trying to decide <laughs> what songs were going to be included in this. And I'm, I'll be intrigued to see uh, what songs are in your list too, Megan. I, I am excited once again to see yours as I I had a hard time numbering them this time. I think, Oh my gosh, I Yes. Think- Putting them into the 10 was fine, but numbering them was really, really challenging. So, yes, I I mean, and of course, I feel like it depends on the mood. You know, sometimes I might switch a few, which I actually did. I didn't end up doing this because I'm like, "Mm," I had to revisit and be like, no, do I want to? Put so there, so I had to swap a few. This is one of the first times where I wrote this down on my my sloth notepad that I keep mentioning all the time. Mm-hmm. I had to scribble out the numbers so much that I finally did not get a definitive answer until I finally put it in text form on my phone. So I'm going based off this. This is my final answer. I cannot change wow. this again. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so this this is a trip. This is this was an interesting time. Um, yeah. But Megan, do you want to start us off with your number ten? I can do that. Absolutely. In the spirit of Valentine's Day and the month of love, night number 10 is going to be Never Knew I Needed, which is sung by Neo from the Princess and the Frog soundtrack. And this holds a special place in my heart. And I've said it before, Princess and the Frog does does hold a special place in my heart because of my sister growing up. This was like her movie as a kid, as a little baby. She loved Princess and the Frog. And that soundtrack was played on repeat in our car when we would drive together as a family. And I think it's such an underrated song. Neo deserves all the love for this one. It's one of the, it's like the only pop song that is on this album. Um, that he created for this movie specifically. And it's such a beautiful song with the lyrics. Um, 
I just, yeah, I think it's a great love song. And I'm, I've, I've always been a Neo fan. I know he hasn't been around very much lately, but I've, I like his songs in general. He randomly makes an appearance during like the Disney tapings and filmings of like the holiday specials. And I'm like, oh, the guy's still around? Hi, my oh, guy. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. He was that like uh, leading up to the twenty the twenty tens like early maybe mid two thousands he was like super popular, and I just think the song is beautiful so I put it right there at number ten. Yeah, never knew I needed. Mm, that's a good yeah. one. That's Thank a good you. one. That almost made my list. It got pushed up to like number seventeen, y'all. Again, this okay. was such a okay. hard list to make. <laughs> <laughs> and okay, All right, what's your number 10? My 10 shocks myself. Okay. Ooh, because okay. I actually would not consider this movie in my top 15. Oh. But it is, and I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher this because this is not my I do not speak this language, but uh Dos Orguitas. Dos Orguitas. I love that oh, song from Encanto. I you know, again, I do not speak this language. I do not speak Spanish. However, when you look at the lyrics in English, like when, even listening to this in Spanish, and again, I since I don't speak it, just listening to it, and I'm like, okay, I can feel the emotion in these words. I can feel that so much. So then if you look up the lyrics in English, uh, one of my favorite pieces is, because um, it's talking about like two little caterpillars, and then they're, they're changing and they're growing over time. But... Uh, uh, it says to navigate the world that turns and never stops turning together in this world that turns and never stops turning against the weather. The wind grows colder, but they're together and they hold each other. Oh, I love that so much. It's such a cute, like theming and storylining. Oh, I'm, I'm obsessed. I love it. It is a beautiful song. It's a beautiful song. There was a reason I believe it was submitted for the nomination for the Academy Award a couple years ago when Encanto was yes. came out. Um, it was the song that they nominated and people were kind of confused on it. Like, why not? You know, we don't talk about Bruno, but Dos Orguitas is really like the whole, it captures the whole movie in oh, that does. one and that, that love song. And it's, it is a absolutely beautiful song. It's played um, during Wondrous Journeys, which is a part I like sobbed at, by the way, oh, when yeah. I first saw Wondrous Journeys. Oh my gosh. It's my favorite part of the show. Um, it's just a, a lovely melody. The Spanish version of the, I believe there is an English version of the song but I love the Spanish version of the song I got I'm, I think it's absolutely gorgeous and I was just listening to it yesterday again one of the ones that I always have to listen to on my drive home because of how beautiful it is I am trying to like I do try to sing along because I I minored in Spanish I you know I try to speak it every now and then and I love listening to Spanish songs so I'm trying to get the lyrics down but um it is just absolutely gorgeous. And I love that choice for you, Danielle. And that yeah. might be on my list somewhere at this point, too. Just uh, oh, a little spoiler. See, <laughs> but that was it was such it was not a normal option for me. Because, again, I, I yeah. do I, I don't mind Encanto, but it's not one of my favorite movies. But this oh, song same. is right there at number 10. Oh, yay. Beautiful, beautiful choice. Uh, this is going to be such an emotional, like, like all the feels kind of list. You know, we're talking we're gonna... <laughs> about, I'm like, uh, the two caterpillars and they're in love. But, oh can't even okay well we gotta get moving on to the next one because i'm gonna get Me too. more emotional as we keep going okay okay guys so number number nine yes uh yeah switching gears a little bit this is more like happy heartfelt uh it's something there from beauty and the beast now i gotta say guys uh beauty and the beast the song itself is not on my list i'm just gonna get that out there right now i think something there is such like it's a 
great turning point, obviously, in the movie when Belle starts to realize, oh, wait, the Beast is actually, you know, he's doing these sweet things. He's, um, you know, trying to trying to be better for me. You know what I mean? And um, I also think like the melody that she sings um, when uh, she's like speaking about the, or singing about the Beast is the same that she has during, oh gosh, um, the song Belle in the beginning of the movie when she's reading a book. And that is her favorite thing to do is read, right? And I just feel like the, that the twin melodies that she kind of sings during that is like a representation of, oh, okay, this is, she's actually like kind of falling in love. This is her, this is her favorite thing to do. And I don't know. I just felt like the, the similarities there, I was like, I, I, it could mean absolutely nothing. And I'm reading way too far into it, but I I just thought that I think, I think you're on the right track with that. I think you're was right. it a reprise, a reprise or something like that? Yeah, the themes are very similar. So I'm like, okay, so books are her favorite, and now, you know, Beast is turning to be her turning out to be her favorite. You know what I mean? Something like that. She's finding um, the similarities between the two of them. She is, yeah, and she's yeah, she's starting to realize, oh, like he's actually, you know, he's, he's not so bad. Not so bad. <laughs> so, he's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. And obviously, he's falling in love with her at the same time. Um, so that's why I chose something there for my number nine from one of my favorite Disney films. Yeah. Very good option. Very good Thanks. option. Thank well, number nine, and I think people are going to be shocked. This is not higher up on my list, but number nine for me is, so this is love from oh. Cinderella. And it, like now I have the version of, of big Al singing it in my head based off our conversation of earlier. Uh, <laughs> but I, I love that. I honestly, I do love that idea, but so this is love is so classic. And anytime you hear even just like an instrumental version of it, it immediately puts you into the feels like the vibes are there with this song. It is so beautifully done. Very classic for the, for the silver age of Disney animation. So oh, good, good choice. Good choice. I, I love it. I love it so much. It's gorgeous. And I feel like it's the one that's used the most on TikTok when it comes to like the couple's videos or oh, yes. like the aesthetic videos. It's There's been so many too. remixes of that song on social mm -hmm. media also. And like everybody, like, again, we have the instrumental versions. We have um, like the singing sped up versions. I think there was like a yeah. techno version I heard someone playing and I'm like, okay, but I think there's it, like an EDM version. Yeah. Right. But there's, but it translates so well into every genre of music. And I think that's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I totally agree. And uh, I think that is a fabulous choice probably one of the biggest and most popular love songs in a Disney film. Oh yeah. Like hundred percent. Oh yeah. yeah. Gorgeous. Love that Danielle. Yeah, okay. So uh, my number eight, um, and I hope I'm not breaking the rules when I do this because it is from a Pixar short and it's lava. I don't think it's breaking the rules. I don't think so. Okay. Okay. So it's, it's lava. It's <gasps> Oh, I lava you. It's, it's I, was, I was thinking about including that on my list and I was just like, I don't know. I feel like there's some others that beat that one out, but that, that is like the song. And when that song came out, didn't, didn't the one kid from American Idol, didn't he win or he auditioned with lava? Uh, yes yes i think he did did he audition with it good question i know i know exactly who you're talking about he's he's so talented yes um he i was there that he did somewhere over the rainbow also at one point but um uh, yeah it it might have been but it's such a i actually i learned to play this on the ukulele specific because i really wanted to learn it i probably forgotten all about it now this was years ago um but 
uh, one of my favorite Pixar shorts. Such a cute song. Love the play on words, obviously, with I Love a You. And it's the one that I look forward to the most when I walk into Pixar Pier because they do play that song along with, you know, ones from Coco and Wally and um, and those movies. So it's it's just so stinking cute. And that's why I had to put it in my top 10. So there it is. That's a Lava. good one. I think, <laughs> I think some people, because it is a Pixar short, will forget about that song. So I'm glad that that made it into your list. Hopefully this is kind of like mention again we hope that when we go through this list it'll make you guys really start thinking about your own personal list and yeah. oh well i didn't think about that option does that change around what my favorites are too so i'm, I'm glad we have these conversations megan agreed agreed oh yeah 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 well, what about you danielle for eight number eight i went liter. i went very literal with this one it is the song love from robin hood um I'm- okay yes <sighs> yes I, I had a feeling this is going to be somewhere in your list. <laughs> oh, of course. Of course. Well, because I said in one of the, did I say it in the previous episode or was it in our Disney hits recording that I said very iconic 70s like music, right? I think it was Disney hits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, it is a beautiful song. It is I don't get such 70s vibes. It is the scene where Robin Hood and Maid Marian, they're just kind of walking around and he gives her that uh, like little, it's not a lotus flower, but it kind of looks like a lotus flower ring and the mm-hmm. little fireflies come out of it. I always thought that was so cool as a kid of like, I want that ring. And I think that's so sweet. <laughs> and then you have uh, the song playing in the background. Uh, oh, what is it? What's, what's one of the lyrics? Um, Life is brief, but when it's gone, love goes on and on. Oh my goodness! Right in the feels again. So good, yes. But definitely suggest if y'all haven't listened to the Robin Hood soundtrack here recently, y'all gotta go listen. It is a bop. It is a banger. Go for it. (laughs) I mean, I I gotta do it as well. I need to listen and actually watch that movie again because I haven't seen it in a while, and I think. Given the amount we've talked about it recently, it's time for me to watch it again. Right, right. It's about time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, love it. I love love. (laughs) It's adorable. It's so sweet. (laughs) I got diabetes now. It's great. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Um, Okay. So my number seven, rolling right right into it, keeping sticking with the theme of uh of love i have so this is love from cinderella which is yes 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 i put it a little bit higher up on my list than danielle because i do love this song god we're saying love a lot in this episode um (laughs) i do do love this song and i use it a lot for my tiktoks either for background music or just like the the song that i'm doing a little aesthetic video to right and uh, the lyrics are they're just beautiful and I, in that scene when Cinderella's dancing with her Prince Charming, um, it's so, Beautiful it's so sweet animation. and so magical. Her Beautiful dress is like, sh- I was like, oh my gosh, I wanted to wear her dress so bad after seeing it like shine and sparkle like that. I, I was like, wow, what a. It's just a beautiful, beautiful scene. And so, yeah, that's why this song made it to number seven on my list. Uh-huh. So, this is love. Mm-hmm. oh so good so good well my number seven actually appeared in our disney hits countdown and it is uh Ooh. bella note from Yay. lady and the tramp i 
I don't know. I think just hearing the so this is the night, like just the, the, the lyrics, the accordion playing yeah. in that song. <laughs> it is so iconic. And I think this is one of the first ones that pops up for some people. I would say it's this one. At last I see the light. And then so this is love are like the Disney romance songs that people are just like, that's it. Yeah. Super popular. Mm-hmm. Super agreed. Popular. Yeah. And just the, the whole scene of the spaghetti, the iconic Lady and the Tramp scene. Yes. Mm-hmm. Make it like, oh, yes, I, I would agree. Oh, good, it's, good, it's, good one. Yeah, it is, it is a great choice. A great choice, Daniel. Yeah, I knew it was going to, I had a feeling it was going to be in there somewhere for you. And uh, yes. yay, Bella Note. Oh, oh iconic. Okay. Well, Danielle, we are already down to our number six, and I know we've been chatting for a long time, so we're here, guys. We have made it to our final we have. pick for this episode, so thank you guys so much for listening to us just jabber away about all things Disney and Disney love songs, and of course, if you aren't following us yet, please go ahead and do so at Disney Countdown Show on Instagram threads, TikTok, and Pod Disney on Twitter X, and of course, I am the Magical Millennial underscore on all those socials as well. And she is the Dapper Danielle. Yes. And uh, we are just so happy that you are joining us and listening to us right now as we get into this last choice for Disney Love Songs this episode. Okay. My number six is going to be, and this is also a crossover from Disney Hits, it's I Won't Say I'm In Love from Hercules. I knew this one was going to pop up. I actually thought this was going to show up in your top five, but this almost made it it there. So it almost did and that it was with the one it was the one i was flipping i was flipping back and forth but it stayed there at number six yes because megara is an absolute icon this song is so fun to sing along to both as the muses and as meg it's simply gorgeous and i love just the back and forth and the conflict the internal conflict in her head being like no i'm not i'm not in love with him he's you know, I'm an independent woman. I don't need a man. He's a man. And then it's like, the muses are just like, girl, be real with yourself. You just, you can just give in. It's okay. It's okay to love somebody. So I just, I love that. And um, it's sung beautifully. And yeah, that's all I can say about it. I just love it. So there she is. Number six. That's, mm-hmm. a, that's a good one. You know, that was another one that didn't actually not make my list, but that got pushed up. Okay. Uh, further up but that that is a that is a good would that one. be a bonus episode one maybe but, no it doesn't even make the bonus <gasps> episode oh i know shocking where i i would say that that's probably that is a top one but it got beat out by a couple other ones and we might get in that to that a little bit later so okay. um unless i change my mind later but we'll we'll see as of right <laughs> now this is this is the list and it did not make it into my 15 but for my number six I chose If I Never Knew You from Pocahontas. A fabulous song. Oh now, my gosh. Y'all, this this song did not premiere in the original 1995 animated version. This song was not added until 2005 during the re-release 10th anniversary edition of Pocahontas. And the song was fully animated. The song I never... If I Never Knew You was sung between uh, John Smith and Pocahontas during the prison scene and Pocahontas comes in and visits him. There was this whole song. It's so romantic and it's so sweet. Um, 
And now I do believe it was in the end credits in 1955. I'm pretty sure. Yes, it was the end credits song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. And then it was sung by, um, oh gosh, who, who sang this originally? I and... don't feel like they were like insanely popular um, artists at the time. But let's, right? let's, uh, let's see. Oh, it's um, Shanice. Okay. And John Cicada. Cicada. <laughs> Sorry if I'm mispronouncing that. <laughs> um, it's a uh, John Cicada. Cicada, thank you. It's not Cicada. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's Danny, not Cicada. Danny's no, unfortunately. <laughs> John Cicada. Oh, thank you, thank you, Chris, for correcting us. That's why thank we have you, Chris you. listening in on the back end so we can help us pronounce names correctly. <laughs> yeah. I, I Sing this close. gorgeous song after Pocahontas in the end credits. Yes. Oh gosh. Oh gosh. But. You know, and I think this was during the era of the 90s Disney films where they had the like the 90s power ballads in the background uh, singing this during the end credits. And this they did a good job on this song. They really did. As, uh, fabulous is a gorgeous song. And it definitely is is um, 90s. Uh, what's the word for it? It's 90s theme 90s 90s vibe for sure oh very much with so. the the instrumentals and stuff it's so good i love that you chose that for your number six so much i love that so i was obsessed with that song for a, the longest time after uh, i think after seeing pocahontas and then yeah when it was um re-released in 2005 see and i don't think i ever remember watching the 2005 version i just remember hearing the song separately and in like the disney cds and the disney albums afterwards mm-hmm. that's really where i got my love from i did not actually associate it with the movie itself so i, I love because it, it wasn't great. originally in the in the in the exactly og version yeah exactly yeah. so good i am uh, i'm having so much fun with these <laughs> disney love songs for our our February Valentine's Day celebration. Uh, I sure. cannot wait. Cannot wait for our one through five next week. Well, <laughs> they're going to have to stick around and we'll hear from y'all then. And again, by now, the Disney hits uh, to hear our other five top five songs uh, that are going to be playing on De- uh, Disney Sirius XM. Make sure you're listening over there so you guys can hear some of that or make sure you're downloading the app so you can go back and listen to it later. And yeah, so some more exciting things to come. And oh, yeah. I don't know. I think. I think that's about it. Uh, Megan, anything else we need to add? I just, I'm, I'm so excited for this entire season. Obviously, this is our third episode. We have so many amazing countdowns coming for you this season. And if you want to suggest any countdowns that we do, we are still taking suggestions. You can email us, DisneyCountdownShow at gmail.com or send us a DM on any of our socials. Mm-hmm. And also be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcast because we are doing some fun virtual hangs. We, You can always chat with us there in the Patreon fam, um, our Discord server. We have so many great suggestions on our discord we do and um it's it's quite fun to get to chat with you guys there so yeah be sure to subscribe and of course you get that bonus content as well if you are Mm. subscribed or you're part of the patreon fam for sure we can't wait to see you guys okay we see our patreon fam for a virtual hang very soon and until then have a very magical day and night night sleep tight dream of churros tonight If I never knew you. (laughs) Now I got the song stuck in my head. (laughs) 